right now. Carrie? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so you were saying, you were talking about the travel. Wait, say that. Sorry. It, it got loud all of a sudden. Let me. That's all right. Um, no, this so, is really good. I'm getting you in action. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So, what was Um, I... You were talking about the travel, that you've traveled to so many amazing Oh, places. yeah. I mean, and that's, that's one of the, the major perks, I think, for other people. They think, my God, you know, you're constantly on a plane or you're constantly leaving. You're never home for, you know, when do you see your friends? When do you do this? And for me, I think it's one of the major factors in that what I love. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, listen, you know, you get to travel around the world. You get to see a different place every week. You get to, um, and see it through a person's eyes that are in love, plus seeing it in the best hotels with the, you know, where the, the tourism bureau wants to really show you a great time and mm-hmm. really show off their country. And we basically also become almost like a travel show. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching it for the travel. I'm an avid viewer. <laughs> oh. um, so where do you like to shop? Like, I know you probably get so many samples from designers, um, but where do you shop like fast fashion in addition? So, you know, it's, it's the typical thing that almost all every stylist does. You know, because of the fact that there's so many different outfits, we, I, for a girl, we go, I think, 146 outfits. Oh, and my for God. For a guy, it's like 130-something. And so, and and that's now not including the fact that we were just going through it. That's what we were doing now, picking out some lingerie. And okay. the idea that now we even has added where the next day where it used to be, okay, the person left and she was able to just, you know, be left alone off camera for a little while. We Even that changed last season. So it's even more okay. close about trying to remember, oh, I need you to be wearing something when you're leaving the next morning. Uh-huh. Whether you had a good night or you didn't have a good night, yeah. you still have to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And so um, th- because of the amounts and stuff, I shop wherever I see something I like. Okay. I mean, of, of course we do the basics. Like we do the the malls, like the Bloomingdale's, the, the, but we also do Beverly Hills. We do Neiman's and Saks and Barney's. We do online. We do in-store. We do, um, it's just, there's so much stuff that you have to get. I mean, we literally, and when the first sitting happens, it there's probably 45 racks of clothes. Oh, my God. Four, four full racks of just gowns. You know, you, you start off with so much because you're, you're just getting a chance to first really meet the person also. You know, uh-huh. there's, a, there's a difference. This is not like somebody who I've worked with in years past where I know before I even bring it to them, like um, my regular clients, what what they're going to say, what they're not going to like, that this is going to show my leg too much, this is going to hug my my tush too close. Mm -hmm. You you know, you're starting fresh as a brand new person. And, you know, and and they're not people. I mean, they're not actors. They're people. 
yeah. people who are searching to fall in love. And so they have an image of what they perceive they feel pretty in. And so it's got nothing whatsoever to do with you. So you have to try and see when they're looking in the mirror what what they're seeing. Uh-huh. Because it, it, whatever they're seeing, you have to see too. Because okay. it doesn't matter how beautiful you tell them they look. If they don't feel it, they're not they're not going to feel it. Yeah, you have to give them the confidence. Yeah. I mean yeah. I I think was the I think that was the one lesson that I that I took from Oprah. Oprah and I when I first began before I even knew that this was a career I would dress Oprah every morning when she was in Chicago. That's where oh, I'm from. really? Yeah, and so she would come into my store, and we would, you know, and I would say to her, like, how do you know what, what works? I remember thinking that this would one day be my career, but I, I remembered her saying to me that day, because if I ain't pretty in that mirror, I ain't going to be pretty in front of that camera. If I'm not pretty in front of that mirror, I'm not going to be pretty in front of that camera. Oh, and my gosh. But it really was was just knowing that if I don't feel pretty when I look at myself in that mirror, I'm not going to feel pretty when I see myself on camera. Okay. And I have um, taken that as a life lesson. It does not matter what I think. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, it really is what what they're feeling. So I'm picking up now the Midwestern in your voice. Is that where you're from? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you had a boutique in um, Chicago? Uh-huh. That's and it started as, yeah, it started as a men's clothing store. Oh, wow. And when Oprah came to town and she would come in and we had become friends and she would come in and I would start dressing her and all of a sudden all these ladies would keep coming in because they didn't understand how was it that Oprah was shopping with me. But when they would come <laughs> in, I'd say, I don't, we don't really have women's clothes like that. Um, and so the more she talked about being caritized, the more <laughs> I ended up having to change and start becoming a women's store also. And so that's you know, so great. Yeah, so it was caritized. great. I'm gonna make yeah. sure I type that in the type of version of this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a preferred spelling of caritized? <laughs> I no I don't. <laughs> I haven't thought about it in in many, oh many, my, many years. Oh my god, that's hilarious. It's funny that it just came out. I Kind of like you brought me back to Chicago for a second. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Um, so wow, I didn't know that Oprah. Like I, I had read about you. Like I'd read your interviews. Um, but I didn't know that you had worked with Oprah. That's so cool. Um, so because like, Oprah wasn't Oprah back then. Oprah was Oprah Winfrey. She wasn't okay, Oprah okay. yet. She was still, and so she was, <clears throat> you know, she was new to Chicago from Baltimore, and. She, too, was, you know, just getting to know the city and getting to know friends and people that she enjoyed, and you know. And so she and I just kind of hit it off. And so mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was pre, oh, my God, this is Oprah, people screaming down the street. Chicago was never that. We would go for, we'd go for dinner and walking down yeah. the street. People would yeah. say hi, you know, and wave, but. Never, you know, the hysteria of what what it is now for her to go someplace. Right, right. Um, 
I'd imagine what's made you so successful as a stylist is, like, you really have that knack for taking anybody. Because she said, like, before that she feels she's hard to dress. Um, and you can tell she feels attractive. You know, like, um, like whatever you do, like, under the clothes, over the clothes, she feels good. And, and that's, you know what, I think that's the key for everybody, though. Yes, there are trade secrets that you can kind of do for each different body and you you grow to recognize what what works and what doesn't work and when something isn't working what maybe could be done to it like a a nip here or a a let out right there or Mm -hmm. um do a you know bring a pleat in you know bring a pleat over to cover something that you're, you're not liking or lower the lower the back because you have a really pretty back or you've got great shoulders. You, mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that as a stylist you, you, you do because you recognize what are the best assets on a person. But at the same time, you, um, you also then get with just the fact of you learn that, especially after doing it for a long time, that it's still not about you. Uh-huh. It really is just about how they feel when they're when they're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for your time. I just have a few more questions. Um, what like you are saying like you know the regular people. So like when you're on set and like when you're dressing them, what is like your emergency go to? Like is it like banks? Is it fashion tape? Like what do you have to have? With you? <laughs> you know when you when we're working <laughs> with a size zero or two girl um and 23 or 26 years old it those things are not that not that there aren't people who still feel more secure with it trust me i i've had women who were on camera that still even though they were size two insisted on wearing spanks um but it's just for your own comfort and knowing that you know the lights and the camera and things like that can change and pick up things that, you know, you don't, you don't want to be picked up, but it's also, it's different. We all, no matter who we are, no matter what our body type is, no matter how thin, no matter how fat, there is something about each one of us that makes us uncomfortable about our body or the way we look in something. And, trick is to not necessarily embrace it although at some point I you know I will look at you and go okay you're crazy you know, <laughs> now you're now you're just seeing things that are not there <laughs> but the other side of me is I listen I hear you I get it I I'm not here to force you into something I'm here to make you happy I mean, mm-hmm. I'm facilitating bringing you clothes that you don't get a chance to do maybe Maybe we do a certain polish to it. Maybe we do a certain alteration that you wouldn't know how to do yourself. But we give you the that little extra waxing, the simonizing it at the on the end of the oh. car wash. But the <laughs> truth really is, everything else is you. You know, it's it's how you carry it. It's how you how you walk. How you how you confident you feel in it, and all of those things. Okay. 
So when you've bonded like that with contestants, like throughout the whole season, how do you let them go? I don't. You don't? Okay. I don't. I Rachel still comes and sleeps in my bed. Um, oh, my God! Jo- JoJo, um, you know, if she's in town, it's, it's drinks. Uh, Andy, all these years later, still stays at my house. Oh, um, my God. And it becomes like when more than one of them are in town – it becomes like a whole, a whole fight over who's staying, at, you know, and who's staying. At, you know, it it just, it's a blast. I I truly, I think that's part of what I love so much about this. But I'm still holding on to clients of mine from 20 years ago. Yeah. Shit, you know, up until Joan Rivers died, that I, I talked to her at least three times a week. Really. I mean, yeah, and you you can't. You can't love somebody that much. Now, I'm not telling you every person becomes that person in your life. Mm-hmm. Some more, some less. Mm-hmm. But you you can't just at the end of it walk away and not want to know how their life is and how they are and right. checking in and wishing them, a, you know, calling for their birthday or calling for a holiday. Mm-hmm. You don't just let go. I mean... And that's the beauty of uh, I I am too old for the social media side of this where I, you know, I am good on going on Internet. I mean, not in, sorry, on Instagram and doing those things. And <laughs> I've been kind of forced into doing it. But you, if anybody ever follows me, they know that I suck at it and they know that I go for two weeks you hear nothing from me and then all of a sudden one night on a Monday I'm like spitting out the last two weeks of information. And oh so my God. it's you know, the fact that I have a follower is amazing. Like I can go with anywhere between sixty five thousand and down to thirty just because I haven't posted <laughs> in nine months. Um and then all of a sudden we're in the middle of a season and the next thing I know uh, you know, I'm looking at it going, Oh my God, all these people are starting to follow but it, it's not my thing so I'm much more of a texter so I I am a person who when I'm sitting there just needs to text and go do you miss the old man do you, you know uh-huh. were you thinking about me today and that's and that's pretty much how I I maintain my relationships with them um I'm so happy for Jojo I just love watching like her uh her relationship evolve she was someone I was so happy to see fall in love. Yeah. Now Rachel's getting married. Um, so Becca great. Is, is really wanting to. I mean, the number of kids that we have coming out of it this summer, we're doing Crystal and Goose's wedding. I mean, uh, oh you know, gosh. never in a million years, you know, even knew that they were in a, you know, we, during the summer show, it seems to be that that's the show where, Everybody really does fall in love and get married. Um, but it's it's amazing. And, like, same odds is everything. You know, not every relationship is going to work out. But, but the numbers have really, all of a sudden, there's so many of them that are now pregnant. Or We just had a 15-year reunion. I think it comes out in, like, two or three weeks. And we had already started her season. And so I, I, I flew home. Um, to do the show, and I 
I was like, you know, when you start a new season and you're already on the road, the idea of going back and having to, to do a show in L.A. when you're already out there, I was like, oh, shit, I don't feel like flying home for the day. <laughs> and all of a sudden I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot what it felt like to be surrounded by that much love. Uh-huh. And all, you know, it was so much fun, 15 years of, you know, people that you have been involved with and touched and, you know, and, and watched go through things and, you know, and even the ones who who had a, a bad breakup or had something, you know, you, you're getting to see them now with their new husband and baby and things like that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the, it just carries on and, and, you know, you, and you look and you go, oh, my God, where's the time gone by? Where, you know, how do we, how would I not talk to you in two years or three years? Mm-hmm. You know, and so you, you pick up exactly where you left off. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, I mean, it seems like your job is kind of well spent. You know, your relationships really are. Um, so what keeps you going, like, on set? Like, what is your Starbucks order? Um the beauty is I get, and I know this is going to make everybody jealous, but I get to dress you in the morning and come back and dress you in the evening, and I don't have to be with you on a set because we're, we're they're on a date, and the, the less people, the happier everybody is because this really is, we're not, doing like a TV show where you have, you're on a set and stuff like that. And so I think I'd go crazy if I had to sit and retie a bow every 10 minutes for a different take or a different camera angle. I would shoot myself. This is the perfect job. Right. And so this is the perfect job for me. I get to see the world. You know, no matter where we are in any part of the world, Somehow, even when we're not meaning to, we still bump into each other on the, you're like, oh, God, did I just see a camera go by? And sure enough, you're like, I've all, really? You needed to come. Why did we pick over here? <laughs> Get, pick up your drink and let's go. Um, and so, <laughs> no, it's, it's a, that's why I said it's a perfect life, and that's why with each one of these reincarnations of what I've done, I have thought the same thing. So back just to put a button on your original question, how did you? How do you pick which is your favorite? You don't. Mm-hmm. You have a blast with each one of them. Each one has been so different. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you I have a favorite. It's like asking me if I have a favorite one of the people. They're all like, my children. Yeah. Um, so I want to send you a little thank you gift. I always send a style mag daily thank you gift. So if you could forward me an address in um, our or text now that I have your number, that would be great. Um, I just want to say you thank so you. so don't have to, honestly. I know, but I like to do something, and I hope that we can keep in touch about further seasons. You got it. I know. It was a pleasure talking to you. I, I thank you for making this so easy. Yeah, um, can, good luck with the rest of it. Um, Thanks. A way to close, what do you have to say to Bachelor Nation who's going to read this on my blog? Like a final message. I say thank you, every last one of you, 
for the ones who hate what I do, the ones who <laughs> love what I do, the ones who maybe have an extra glass of wine at night and critique everything that I have ever done right down to her nail polish, which I have nothing to do with, or ask me each week what what her nail polish is. And I look and go, do, do I look at any part of my description that, that's part of my job? And But I thank every one of them for being so invested and being such huge fans and taking such an important part in what we do. And also keeping us on our toes as to whether or not we're doing you know, good or not. Listen, it's really easy to get complacent when you've done it for a couple of years. That stupid Instagram thing when having everybody in Bachelor Nation telling me what I'm doing wrong, oh, trust God. me, it keeps <laughs> me on my toes. <laughs> well, um, sorry, what were you going to say? I, was just, I mean, they're the ones who tell me every season, that dress looks like what you did last season. Oh okay, God. leave me alone. It does not. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing it in person. You're seeing it on camera. Maybe maybe now that you mention it, it looks a little like that, but leave me alone. There's only yeah. so many dresses that go around. I don't pick the dress. They do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, yeah, if I could get that address, then um, just good luck, and I can't wait to see. I can't, And I'll forward this um, interview to you as well. Once Perfect. Done. I'll look right. forward to it. Good luck, Carrie. Thank you. Bye. Hello. Hey, is this is this Carrie? Uh huh. Is this Carrie? Yes. Yeah. This is Maggie. I'm so happy. Oh, hey, Maggie. So nice. How are you? Good. Um, I'm so happy you're giving me a few minutes. Do you mind if I record? No, not a problem. Let me get out of the, the store, though, so I can I can actually hear what you're saying. Give me one sec. Thank you. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing you, great. The um, fact that you really, you really did keep trying. I have to I, give yeah. it to you. I, I was like, is this guy going to think I'm crazy or dedicated? <laughs> no, I actually appreciate it. I like people who keep going because I, I usually have good intentions and terrible follow-through. No, that is fine. Um, so, yeah, I just want to ask you about your process, but I just thought, I, I thought I'd start out asking you, like, you help people find love on The Bachelor. How does that feel? Like, in no, it's pandemic? amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing thing each season to – to watch somebody not believe that it's going to happen and that it's not going to happen to them because it really never has happened to them in the past and they feel like it's just an impossibility. And then all of a sudden to watch them go through this process and change. I mean, you know, when you're with them every day, morning and evening, to change their clothes, you're basically... Um, you know, Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. And, you know, the idea that there's nothing that we don't know about what's going on in your feelings, your emotions are are one of us. And so we see you at your best. We see you at your worst. And so to be able to live through it and watch them go from doubting or hoping 
to then all of a sudden getting that feeling of that it is, you know, I'm starting to do it, but I'm, you know, am I, am I making a mistake? Am I, am I making, am I falling into the same rut that I always fall in? Or is this time different? Yeah. And it's so cool to be part of it. I mean, how, how could you not, it's, you know, it's like watching your brother fall in love. Yeah. I mean, and you've been doing the show for a long time, so you must Yeah, I've been doing it. it for, yeah, 16, like 17 years. 17 years? Oh, my gosh. So, like, is this one of your favorite jobs of your career? Um, you know, it's so hard to say that. Um, I loved it enough to stop doing all of my, um, you know, I've had three different lives. I've, I've both owned my own store. I've had, dealt only with celebrities on red carpet things. I've gone through, like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus having, you know, two kids, to Sarah Jessica, to Sting winning the Academy Award, to Lisa Cujo during the Friends years. So it's hard to say that one is better than the other. They're just so completely different. Right, but right. But this, I get to see the world. I get to live through watching someone's experience of falling in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just so many different things that happen with this show compared to when you're dressing somebody for a red carpet. But knowing that you put three months into picking one gown to walk down the red carpet is pretty exciting, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that brings like me to the question, where is your favorite place that you've traveled to with The Bachelor? Can you hear me? Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me? I can't really hear you. Are you there? Yeah, you know what? Let me call you back in a half an hour. Let me get out of this floor where apparently we're not getting any reception. Go back to where it was working. All right. Are you you good with like 15 or 20 minutes? Oh, yeah, totally fine. I'll be around. Perfect. All right, thanks. 